to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. Trengale. It's really good to have you with us today. This podcast is really meant to be a tool to help you on the path of the destiny that God purposed you for. I want to talk today a little bit about what it's like to make the quality choice to be a person that is going to live to fulfill the purpose for which God made them, to fulfill their destiny. You know, when we talk about words like destiny and purpose and calling and the will of God, these all sound like almost cliche phrases. Well, of course we all want that. These are noble things to aspire to and wonderful things. And who wouldn't want that? But the truth of the matter is that it is definitely easier said than it is done. I can stand up in front of a group of people or even sitting around having coffee with a small group of friends and say, boy, I just want to fulfill my destiny. I I want God's plan for my life. And that can be very true. But really what makes the difference between the person's whose heart's desire is for that and the person who actually does that really boils down to a couple of very simple things. And they are not the big moments of life that we would all think that they are. I can stand back and watch friends of mine that I know and acquaintances in big moments in their life, standing on stages with thousands and reaching great opportunity, whether in ministry or their career or even in their community and their family. And I can watch those moments and think, wow, that really is their destiny. But really, the truest places of destiny are the places that almost nobody sees but you and God. There's no way that I can be ready for the bigger moments of my destiny if I have not been faithfully and perpetually staying true to the smaller moments of destiny. These can really be summed up as sort of what can be the monotonous days of life. These are the Mondays and Tuesdays of destiny, I call them. You know, typically seems like big things don't really happen on Mondays and Tuesdays. The Monday is typically the day, you know, everybody says they dread because you're getting back into the swing of things. And, And so sometimes I refer to these as the Mondays and Tuesdays of destiny where You're just going about a daily routine. Nobody really sees those things. But to really be a person of destiny means that you are a person that is sticking it out when nobody's watching. It means that you are doing what you know you're called to do in that season when everything in your flesh is screaming that you don't want to do it. When there is nothing exciting or fun or attractive about it, when you feel like you are meant for big moments of destiny, but where God has you is so insignificant, you know, you feel like you've been sent to the the backfield of God's plan and purpose and what he's doing in the earth and, and your part just doesn't matter much. And there's so much that makes a play for our motivation and our inspiration 
But the truth of the matter is, if anybody, any one of us is really going to be a person of destiny and not just say it, we are sticking out the spots that all that is required of us is not a big speech and not a big moment, but simply faithfulness, doing what we are called to do in the season we're in, even when we don't feel like doing it. In fact, really, that is the call of leadership. Leadership, if it is anything, it is a charge forward, even and especially when you don't feel like it. Leadership, and I would equate this with being a person of destiny, is advancing and propelling even when you have no motivation for it and nobody is wanting to advance with you. It is knowing that the way you're going to advance is by being faithful in the small things. That is being a person of destiny. And we don't usually make a big deal of these moments, but anybody who is actually fulfilling and has fulfilled God's purpose and call for their life is going to tell you that the moments that really made them were the small everyday moments when they didn't walk away from the job, when they didn't sit down on the job, when they didn't plop down and give up on the task at hand, but they pushed through the feelings and they stayed with it. They didn't downgrade or pull back or tear down or get discouraged. They might have had feelings of discouragement, but they did not allow discouragement to dictate their actions on that Monday or Tuesday of life when nobody else was really watching. They had to ground themselves just like you and I have to do. We have to ground ourselves in the belief that God has prepared good things for you and I, that there is a destined walk for us, and that there are critical things at hand that are attached to that destiny that you and I are living that are much bigger than us. You know, a lot of times when I am facing sort of those Mondays and Tuesdays of destiny, and I know that you are because we all do. There is no version of life on earth without them. But the way that I deal with those, if it's really making a play for me, is I have to kick back and I have to remind myself of the big picture. You know, I find that when I am getting bogged down in the details and the mundane, it's because I've lost sight of the big picture at hand. Thank God destiny always, always, always has a big picture attached to it. There may be details that I'm having to be faithful to, but if I will kick back and remind myself of the big picture, the bigger plan of what I am connected to and a part of, it stables me on the path of destiny. For me, a lot of times I will do this. I will go back and I will pull out things that God has spoken to my heart about what he's called me to do. I think that's why it's so important to journal and, and write things down from your, your prayer time. When God speaks to you, write those down because there is going to be a day, and it's usually those insignificant days, where you need to go back and read those words and you are going to need them. So I go back and I pull those out. I pull out things I've written down of words that have been spoken to me by men and women of God that have spoken into my life. These things matter to me. And there may not be someone in the flesh speaking to me in that moment. But you know what? I don't need them to. They were already said. And because they originated from the throne room of heaven, they still have power and they still encourage me 
on my path of destiny. And then the other thing I do is I pull out a list of scriptures that I have that I call my trust agreement with God. And I'm going to go ahead and share my list of scriptures that are my trust agreement with God with you. You can use these. I encourage you to get into your Bibles and get your own, make your own list of trust agreement scriptures with God because it's going to help you, especially in the in-between seasons. Psalms 9 and verse 10 says, And those that know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken them that seek you. Psalms 40 and verse 4 says, Blessed, happy, secure is the person that makes the Lord their trust. Psalms 37 and verse 5 says, Commit your way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Psalms 37, 23, the steps of man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Though he may fall, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord upholds his hand. And you see what I do is I'll stop a lot of times and I will turn this in to my conversation with God. And I will take a verse like that and I will say, the steps of Gentringale have been ordered by you, God, and you delight in my way. Though I may fall, I will never be cast down, for you are holding my hand, and you are holding me up. It just does something in you when you take the Word of God and you pull it in to your right now moment. It is so essential that you learn how to do this if you are going to be a person of destiny and not just say it. Let me give you another one. Psalm 62 and verse 8 says, Trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart before him, for God is a refuge for all. And I say that to him, Father, I trust you at all times, and so I trust you in this time. I trust you at this moment on this Tuesday afternoon at 12.30 in the afternoon, I choose to trust you right now. No matter what I feel like, no matter what isn't going on in my life, no matter what is going on in my life, no matter what people in my life are doing, no matter what people in my life are not doing, Lord, I trust you. And people are not my refuge. Circumstances aren't my refuge. God, you and only you are my refuge. You are my secure place. You are my safe place. You are the place I go to where I find everything I could possibly need. And I talk myself back in to the reality of the promises of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 9 says, But we trust not in ourselves, but in God which was raised from the dead. I don't trust in me. This life of destiny is not hinged upon me making it work. Thank God. But my trust is in him. And is he able? Well, he's the God that raises those from the dead. He is more than able. And then this is the last one I'll give you. Psalms 112 and verse 7. 
He shall not be afraid of evil news, for his heart is fixed. Trusting in the Lord, his heart is fixed, and he shall not be afraid. And then a lot of times what I'll do is I'll put my hand over my heart, and I will say, I will not be afraid of any evil news, for my heart is fixed. It is settled, planted, secure. My heart is trusting in the Lord. And because my heart is trusting in the Lord, I will not be in fear. I have made this statement before, but the number one way to inoculate yourself from fear is to immerse yourself in his promise and in his presence. I learned this from a mighty woman of God that I have followed for many years. And she talked about how to eradicate fear from your life. She talked about the way the Lord led her into that was to spend time every day in his promises, but also in his presence. I'll tell you that has served me so well. And I pass that on to you today. Maybe this is the uh, Monday or Tuesday, hypothetically, in the path of your destiny. You might feel like you are in such an in-between season or an insignificant place. But I want to encourage you that that place that maybe your flesh is flight fighting you on at every turn is so much more significant than you could ever know by your natural eyes. Anybody looking at you from the outside that has lived a life of destiny can tell you that you are making the mark right now just merely by not giving up, not by sitting down, not by judging your life by your current surroundings, because if the court of heaven doesn't judge you by your current surroundings, then neither should you. If God is not judging who I am by my today, then why would I? No, God sees the big picture, and He affords you and I the opportunity to pull back to that big picture. The Apostle Paul called this the spirit of seeing and knowing in the knowledge of Him that I can have eyes to see and I can know way beyond my moment if I will have the mind of Christ, if I will have the knowledge of him who sees the end from the beginning. When I do that, it invigorates me to be faithful today. It invigorates me and gives me the inspiration and the motivation that I need to be faithful in the small things Because I am determined, I will not just be the one sitting around the coffee table with friends, merely saying, I want God's will for my life. I'm not just going to be satisfied saying that I want to be a person of destiny. I must be it. And I know you feel the same. I want to leave you with this. The big important business of life is not to succeed as the world counts it, but to live out the will of God and the person of you. What I mean by that is the condition of your heart is way more important to your Savior than even the gift that you carry. So take your heart before him today. Take it into his promises. Take it into his presence. Let him speak to you, minister to you. Let him walk you through whatever season of life you're in, and don't attempt to do it without His grace. But go get your fresh supply today. He said, I will daily load you with benefits. 
You can do that if you're listening today in your car, maybe walking down the street, maybe on a break at work, maybe late at night in your home, wherever you might be. I encourage you that at the end of this podcast, spend some time in his promises and spend some time in his presence. He has been waiting for you there and will wait for you there because he loves you so much. I trust this has helped you today and that it has spoken to your heart. That is my desire. And I know that is the desire of your father, that he would speak to your heart, that you would be so reminded that you are so loved, so cherished, so treasured, so very celebrated by your father God and in the throne room of heaven. I want you to know that we love you, that We are praying for you. Our prayer team is praying for you. We're praying for all of our partners as well. And we thank you so much for tuning in and letting this be an encouragement to you as you fulfill God's purpose and plan for your life. We love you. Have a great week. God bless you.